Okay, so just, uh, just uh, by way of, of mini-introduction. Um, so the idea, the, idea that, that, uh, the idea came, really came to me. Um, it's not my fetish. Uh, the idea of a book club out there in the world, that's definitely not my fetish. The idea of uh, organizing inside of Heimish, organizing... Um, a book club to go through, um, you know, books that are relevant and practical and, uh, and not just for the sake of learning them, but for the sake of creating an environment inside of our shul where, um, where we are discussing and openly discussing things that have to do with spiritual growth. Um, a lot of times our discussions in life center around either one of two things, either life or Jewish life. But sometimes what gets cut out are Jewish practical life. Like when is the Lulavan store open? And uh, who's getting the meat uh, prepared for Yantif? And what time is candle lighting? A lot of times, and, and Jewish life is, uh, it's, a, it's a big uh, avoda. There's a lot of stuff to do. And life itself, right? Who's paying the bills and going to work and raising kids? And those are all, uh, those are all things that uh, are meant to occupy us. Um, and they definitely keep us busy. But to bring to the forefront and really bring to the surface um, discussions that we can have openly about... Um, things that we are learning together as a group, I see the value in that. That's really the value of organizing a, a book club around a Sefer, around a Jewish book, especially a book that discusses openly, uh, unabashedly says, talks about spiritual growth. Um, it, it, can, it can change the environment. It can change an environment and it can affect the entire environment to, to create an environment of where... It's normal everyday conversation to be discussing the things that we're struggling with. And it's normal everyday conversation to ask a friend, how did you, how did you do that? Or how did you overcome that? Or did you ever have a situation like this? Do you have any advice? To go to the Rav, to make it part of your normal conversation. These are things that we think about. That not only when we're sitting around the table talking about it, but these are things that occupy our mind and our mind space. You know, we have a lot, I don't know, I can only speak for myself, but I have a lot of space out time. Right? I can't even, like, I, I got so bad at spacing out, I can't even, like, watch a, watch a movie anymore because, like, my mind is, like, racing, like, a million things, right? But like, but, like, we do have, like, there is time, this time that we have driving, this time that we have walking, this time that we have stam, waiting for someone to show up. And to occupy our minds, to bring these ideas that are presented in this book that I have gone through, um, and uh, and I agree wholeheartedly to go through with an open, uh, uh, with an open heart and a clear mind, is probably the most valuable thing. But what it does, what the idea of a book club is, that every week what we're going to do is we're going to have like a section of the book that we're going to read. It could be a chapter, it could be a half a chapter, whatever it may be. Um, however, however we decide to do it. Not locked into any specific mode or method, but to have that that week that's what that's what you read, and the challenge is to hold yourself back from continuing. It's why because I believe that the the easiest way for you not to internalize any safer that you read is to read it too quickly, right? And to never stop for a moment to internalize it to process. And I think even not only to process internally, but to talk it, to talk it, to speak it out, to talk about what it is, what is going on in that chapter. I know that, uh, I don't know, Beasy can, can, uh, can attest, but it was very valuable for me when Beasy was 
going through the going through this book uh, the first time. And stam when you're learning with a chavrusa, eno doma speaking out a gemara when you're sitting and learning or or a paskin chumish. There's nothing like speaking it out for clarity. You work it over. You argue it over. You you work through the concept, and just by verbalizing it, even even the simple thing of just putting it into words, different words than what you read, and and spending time on it, um, you know that's the that's sort of the avoda of a book club. So, but it should be a it should be the idea is that it should be a relaxed setting, and with God's help, we'll have wine and we can sit and uh, and if you if you like wine, if you like to sip some wine, but that it should be a, a setting where we're, our hearts are open. That should be an environment where you can open your heart, and then you can you can you know allow you know like the like wherever you know wherever you allow Hashem in, so wherever you allow the kedusha in, so you should have an open heart. That's uh, that's just the idea um, of being open to these ideas. Um, as it comes to this book in particular, um, in the uh, this book is called the story of our lives. This is just a mom is a two minute introduction. This book is called the story of our lives, like the Rav mentioned. Um, it's based on the, the skeleton of this book is the story of Rabbi Nachman that's called The Lost Princess, um, which is, like the Rav mentioned, not a very long story. So it's incredible that you can do this with the story. You can probably do svarim upon svarim upon svarim upon holy books just on this story. But just, um, you know, my, my interaction with Breslov, and I don't know, you know... Uh, if only I would be on the level when the rain starts uh, coming through the roof, that that's my reaction, right? Um, but yes, but there's probably a, a happy, healthy medium um, somewhere in the middle. But my, in my interactions with, uh, with, with the ideas presented by Rabbi Nachman um, across the wide spectrum of Svarim that contain his works, um, my experience, my limited experience has been that these ideas are extremely relevant, extremely relevant. For me, they've been the most relevant ideas that have been presented to me in a, in a learning setting, in a Torah setting um, in a long time. Because I think they speak to, and I, I think the Nakude is the following. I think that Rabbi Nachman speaks to the struggling Jew. So if anyone's not struggling, they could check out right now. But Rabbi Nachman says, oh, the struggling Jew, you're my, you're, my, you're my target audience. And with that comes the realization that every single person on their own level has their own struggles. Whether it be personal struggles, whether it be spiritual struggles, whether it be Torah struggles, whether it be business struggles, whatever the struggles may be. And Rabbi Nachman says, I want to address that. That's what I'm going to talk about. Because there's somewhere in Avodos Hashem, in our service of Hashem, that talks to that. And the Torah talks to you. And so the, just the, the fact that it is the, 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 the concepts and the ideas that are contained in what they call, you know, Breslov and Rabbi Nachman, I think this is, we can even take a step back from the whole idea of Breslov. If you find ideas in here, like the Rav said, with, an, with a clear mind, if you find ideas in here that are exclusively Breslov, I think it would be a great part of the conversation to say, you know, I always thought, based on, you know, bring a source or talk it through. I always thought it was like this, but now you're telling me that the Torah is telling me the exact opposite. If you find an idea in here that's exclusively Breslov, then 
Givaldic. Let's discuss it. Let's see if we agree with it, right? Uh, see if it's applicable to us. See if we, we, you know, if there's other opinions or there's other ways to look at things, then, then that should also be part of the conversation. I, I think that that's, um, you know, that's the idea. Rabbi Nachman said at the end of his life, he said, listen, I tried to bring you back to Hashem through all of my Torah and all of my talking, right? He spent his life, short life, but he spent his life giving over incredible Torah in uh, spoken form, and, and Rabbi Nassim wrote it down, and we have now you know, the writings of Rabbi Nachman. He said at the end, towards the end of his life, he said, but uh, all that stuff, it, it, it hasn't worked. So he said, so now I'm going to tell you some stories. Right? He said, now I'm going to tell you some stories. And what does that do? What's he doing for his Talmudim? He was telling them, okay, we've got to break through. In order to break through, you've got to let your guard down. And in order to let your guard down, all I'm going to do is tell you a story. I'll tell you a story. Let's see what happens. So I think the Avodah this week, hopefully um, the idea is, the idea is uh, if, you, if you have the book, if you don't have the book, we'll get you one. Um, right? But the idea is that you can read, of course, you can read the acknowledgments and you can read the preface. The preface is very valuable to understand some of the background and some of the ideas. Um, in the book itself, on page two of the book, so it's after the preface and all that fancy stuff, um, which are very valuable. In, in the book itself, it has the story, the complete story. It's all of three pages, right? It's all three pages. If you want to read it, you can. I'm not telling you not to. But don't get bogged down by the confusion that takes place in the story. The story on its own is wild. It's a fairy tale. It has characters that don't make sense. It has time constraints that it spans all time and all space. It's not constrained by those little, you know, little, uh, tiny little things. It travels the world. The story travels the world and travels the gamut of the characters. And it happens to be, it, it's a very nice place to start. But I, you can 100% skip the story in the complete form here. If you want to browse through the English, I would recommend browse through the English at the moment when you say like, what in the world? I'm out. At that moment, just skip and go right to chapter one and go to the beginning of understanding the first line of the story. And just Rabbi Nachman started the story and he said, while on a journey, I told a story and whoever heard it had a thought of tshuva. And this is the story. This is what Rabbi Nachman said as his introduction to the story. Just understand what that means. Let's do, I, I hold the, let's do chapter one this week and let's come back and talk about what's in chapter one. Before we even get to add some of the story, let's, chapter one, the introduction of Rabbi Nachman. Whoever heard this story, it's a guarantee. That's what he said. Whoever heard the story had a thought of tshuva in their heart. Had a thought of tshuva. So uh, I'm all for thoughts of tshuva. And uh, I hope you'll join, join me on the journey. Um, and uh, and weiter. Steigen. Steigen. So, bring me back, not this Tuesday.